0: and well met adventurers welcome back for the second episode of geek therapy adventures a new show that that we're using really just to test the waters of role-playing games and podcasts combining a couple of things that we love and i'm joined by my three favorite player characters uh maybe just as a quick recap why don't the three of you just quickly reintroduce us to your characters Josué, yeah. do you want to go first?
1: Yes. Okay, I am Josué Cardona. Hello, and my character is Dare Gold Dragon Dragonpiercer, a rock gnome that does not have a disadvantage when using uh, great axes.
0: <laughs> That's a special <laughs> a special DM rule bonus feature, I think.
1: I came up with the loophole. I put it in the Slack. Uh, yes, I don't know if you saw it.
0: I did, and I approve. Awesome. <laughs> All right, and and. And of course, d- is it Dimble Dargle? Is it at ho- that that uh, middle name is pronounced? Yes. Okay. Yes. But he goes by Pierce. Goes by so. Pierce, right? Yeah, Which makes yeah. it a little bit easier uh, mm-hmm. for me. Yep. All right. Yep. Who wants to go next to just recap? Uh, recap our characters.
1: Lara wants to go
2: next. Sure. Sure. I'll go. I'll <laughs> go next. Uh, I am playing Brawlin dark feet goes by dark feet a female hill dwarf rogue yeah
0: that's very that's intimidating
2: very intimidating very, very scary intimidating. apparently likes to get her rapier stuck in things instead oh, of yeah. actually attacking <laughs> things with them yeah
0: that was a fun really? thing yeah i like that
2: both times both times
0: <laughs> yeah Last that time. was good that was special Good. And last, but certainly not least, we have...
3: Hey, I'm Lauren Keller, and I am playing Bonk Earthsplitter, a Goliath monk who uh, has lived most of their life out in the wilderness and uh, has a really poor concept of money. I like that. (laughs) And loves treasure. Loves treasure. Though loves treasure tre- is often just like, you know, stones. nice throwing rocks. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Skipping stones. Or friendship. Oh, definitely friendship.
0: <laughs> the best treasure of all. All right. Oh, I'm super happy to be back. Of course, when we started this little um, adventure, it was just basically us on the GT Radio podcast talking about D&D. We did a kind of a three-part episode. And I don't want to speak for all three of you, so correct me if I'm wrong, but we all had a lot of fun and thought, gosh, we should do that again. We At least we should play DD again. And if we're going to play, we might as well just record it because people seem to enjoy listening. So we're going to continue on with the Dragon of Fire Peak um, campaign, mini campaign, intro campaign that comes with the Essentials Kit. And again, I've stressed this before, but I'll emphasize it again. I recommend the Essentials Kit. It's very cool. It comes with everything you need to pick up and play edition dungeons of dragons even just with one character and one dm so i really do recommend it and to kind of stay consistent with the essentials kit i'm only using content today that came with the essentials kit even the dice i'm not using any of my other dnd stuff just to kind of show this is what you can do just by buying that i think twenty dollar twenty dollars $24, somewhere in that range box. Um, and in addition, last time I used only the physical copies, and today I'm branching out a little bit and trying to use the D&D Beyond content. So you also get that unlocked for free as a part of purchasing the D&D Essentials Kit. It almost feels like we're sponsored by D&D Essentials Kit. We're not, but we're open to it. So reach out to us, Wizards of the Coast. So, I mean, we're always open, free dice or anything. So that's kind of what we're going to do. Uh, um, a brief recap. Should we recap? Do you all remember what happened last time?
3: Previously on.
0: Yes, please. Someone snip that because we're going to use that when we edit it, and <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the the three of you, of course, I, I don't know that we ever came with up with a really short up story as to how you knew each other, but you were traveling together slash working together and came to Fandolin to just. Basically make some extra cash. And uh, when you got there, you you met a loyal deer fan favorite, Gum Gum, who was this very interesting goblin uh, person running kind of a shtick. And you went on a couple of, of short adventures. One involving some ruins that were very confusing and explodey, and another one (laughs) involving helping uh, a kind uh, older adult who didn't want to leave her home despite a manticore also being near there. And uh, since that time, I think there you have one quest left on the quest board but the kind of the setup that i want to provide the three of you with and kind of open it up to the three of you is that you were a little bit wore out you had a showdown with a manticore if i remember right someone got maybe dragged by the manticore a little bit and someone mm-hmm. grabbed its spiky tail uh <laughs> it tried to steal some money um, it's been a hectic couple of days, so I'm imagining that the three of you probably took two or three days, maybe even up to five, depending on what the three of you decide um, off, to kind of recoup a little uh, a little R&R, as it were. So I wanted to open it up and just ask the three of you, how are you spending your few days of downtime in the small town of Fandolin?
3: I'm hanging out with uh, Toblin Stonehill at the Stonehill Inn and uh, enjoying some delicious goulash and, uh, you know, trying to make friends.
0: Nice. I I remember um, in our previous adventure, you were kind of the impetus for doing a little bit of entertainment for Toblin <laughs> yeah. at the Stonehill Inn, a little bit of like a a strong person demonstration, I think, if I remember correctly. Have you yes. been trying to do more of that um, in your downtime or more just relaxing or a combination of the two?
3: Yeah, let's say I've been doing both. I've been, uh, you know, working on my, my uh, strongman act because, you know, People in this town just really love it. And it goes great with goulash.
0: (laughs) It does. It's the match made in heaven for sure. Could you go ahead and roll 2d6 for me?
3: All right.
0: Roll those cubes.
3: We've got a 10.
0: All right. So you've earned 10 gold pieces just in tips across the few days that you've been off and kind of practicing your act. I know gold isn't that interesting for bonks, so do with it whatever you will. Okay. All right. Pierce, how about you? Has Pierce been up to anything specific in kind of a few days of downtime, or just generally relaxing, getting to know anyone? Anything come to mind?
1: No, just uh, you know, he's a, he's a, um, his craft is very important to him, mm-hmm. so he's been uh, sharpening all of his tools, from his his jeweler tools to his to all of those axes that he carries with him, mm-hmm. uh, polishing them, polishing his his, his armor. Got to make sure you know that armor and all those piercings are nice and shiny. So you know that takes time, and uh, that's that's pretty much what uh, what, what uh, Pierce has been up to.
0: I like that. And just to maybe pull back the curtain a little bit, Pierce has two great axes and two hand axes, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Well equipped, gentleman. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Pierce doing any piercings for the local townspeople at all?
1: You know, uh, he 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 set up. You know. Um, mm-hmm outside of the inn, you know, to, to, to polish his stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And a few people did come by and ask, uh, you know, for, for piercings because he's got so many piercings. They were they were very interested. Only two people, I think.
0: Uh, oh, sure. For piercings, yeah, could, yeah. Could you go ahead and roll two
1: d6 for me? Seven.
0: All right, you earned seven gold pierc- uh, pieces from those piercings, which mm. I, I, I always, this is a, a sort of, again, an aside, I always am really quick to... uh skip how valuable gold pieces are i think to give you a frame of reference a gold piece is like a hundred dollars so but i always use it as like the base currency because i can't be bothered (laughs) to deal with the copper and silver and so on and so forth um but yeah seven gold pieces for pierce and also your your axes your jewelry collection your tools are are all really immaculate so everything's looking really sharp really shiny so very nice thanks all right, and last but not least, Darkfeet. What has Darkfeet been up to the last few days of downtime?
2: I feel like Darkfeet is like trying to scope out the town and mm-hmm. like see what everybody's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of see who's who might have some money mm-hmm. to lift off of them, <laughs> sure, and who might not. Uh, Darkfeet's all about gaining that knowledge, trying to. Maybe listening on people's conversations, see if there's mm-hmm. any, uh, any, I don't know, something to be learned or important, like artifacts or something, history books, things like that around. Uh, but Phandalin's kind of small and doesn't really have a library, so that's not. That would be Darkfeet's typical jam.
0: So. Sure, very cool. D- Darkfeet, could you go ahead and roll an investigation check for me?
2: Absolutely.
0: Nineteen. Oh, okay, with a nineteen, which is very good. Uh, you are you're you're proficient at this, right? You're you're very used to coming mm-hmm. into a town and getting a feel for what's going on, and really being able to hone in if there's anything. Um, what's the right word? Unsavory, I guess, going on mm-hmm. or anything that kind of fits within the background or context of kind of your profession, um, which it, it does involve thievery. Am I, am I remembering that right? Absolutely. Yes. So, <laughs> um, you, you know, you don't have a ton of time. You're probably wishing you had a little more time, um, a little more downtime. But what you do kind of find out is that there's something suspicious about the woman who runs the miners exchange. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, anything else that folks want to add for downtime or is that it? Are we feeling good? Ready to roll roll on to adventure. Feeling good. You you've got one quest left uh, up on the quest board um which is I don't know. Quest board is kind of an interesting concept to me. Still, I'm st- I'm still looking for one in real life. I haven't found one yet. But you have the one quest <laughs> Craigslist. <left>. <laughs> Cra- well, yeah, that's right. It is there is just a man named Craig in Fandlin who runs the quest board. He just hasn't put it all together yet. So Task
1: Rabbit, Uber, all of that. It's kind of the same way. That's true.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all quest boards. They're just not. <laughs> Not as fantasy themed as I would prefer, maybe. So, do you all remember the quests that you have left of the three? Although I, I'm going to read it either way. But
2: it had something to do with gnomes.
0: It does, and, and rock gnomes even specifically. And I remember this. My was people. A, yeah, this was one that was, I think was of interest to Pierce, um, but kind of got shuffled to the back burner. So let me reread for the three of you the uh, the what's listed on the quest notice. Okay. It reads, a clan of reclusive rock gnomes resides in a small network of caves in the mountains to the southeast. The gnomes of Nomengard are known for their magical inventions. They might have something with which to defeat the dragon. Get whatever you can from them. If you bring back something useful and don't want to keep it for yourselves, townmaster Harbin Wester will pay you 50 gold for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. How does how does Pierce feel about that? Is he would he have any reason to be familiar with the gnomes of Gnomengard, who are also rock gnomes? Um or is this a new thing for him? Does he have any any emotion about that?
1: He's not familiar with the the rock gnomes of Gnomengard. No. Okay, so no. this will be a new yeah. crew
0: for him. Yep. Very cool. Anyone have any kind of feelings just about the nature of this quest? It's a little different than the other ones, right? Where people, someone was asking for help and uh, someone was in peril, but this one's like, just go and get some stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. This is, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think, I think I wasn't excited about it last time. That's why we left it for the end. I kept pushing for the others.
0: Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But we're, we're here.
0: Let's do it. We're here. Well, all right. I assume that the three of you get up and again uh you've had free food, free uh room and board at the inn, so there's, you know, no concerns with that. You you're well taken care of. You're you're kind of becoming almost like local celebrities in the town. So um no no issues there. So you're able to get up and head on your way towards Nomangard. Um Anything specific that you want to talk about or do on the way there, I, I want to open it up if there's any opportunity for or interest in the characters getting to know each other at all kind of on their travel. Otherwise, we'll just expedite the travel. How are or we traveling?
1: I'll, are we on foot?
0: Are we- you're, you're on foot, yes. You, you haven't acquired any means of travel yet. And I guess maybe a, a different way to prompt this uh, is maybe I just want to know what you've kind of you've been together for a, a while now. You've gotten into a little bit of a sticky situation here uh, with a few of these last quests. How, what are the three of your characters kind of thinking of one another at this point as you're continuing to travel together and get to know one another?
3: I just, I just love my new friends. They're so cool Aww. and so small, but so cool.
1: So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering that uh, when we first met, we were discussing... The idea of uh, like some sort of backpack or something where, where Bonk might be able to, <laughs> where, where, where one person with, you know, carrying a whole bunch of heavy stuff might be able to hitch a ride, you know, uh-huh. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, how long is this, how, how long is the walk and uh, whatever happened to that?
3: <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's discuss some, um, you know, potential designs for carrying backpacks. I don't want my companions to get tired. They have to take so many more steps for one of my steps.
0: <laughs> That's true. Would
1: the, would the local store I, I, sell something like that? Because I've got some gold. <laughs> There's only one way to find out.
3: I'm just
2: picturing Bonk's like huge steps and us like running like little little dogs or kittens like mm-hmm. after trying to keep up.
0: <laughs> like as fast as you can.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what do you call those carriers where you hold the baby in the front?
0: Um, Like a baby Bjorn? Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, let's think about that. Let's put a pin in that. I like that. So so Bonk's, <laughs> Bonk's a fan of her comrades. Uh, Pierce, he's thinking about how he can save a little bit of uh, mileage on the old feet with his friend Bonk. So that's good. Some good bonding. Darkfeet, any impressions uh, that your character's having so far?
2: You know, Darkfeet is, after that gum-gum incident, Mm is very like, okay, don't mess with Pierce. Uh, (laughs) And is very, very happy to have Bonk around being so tall and, like, able to see things that I can't see, low to the ground. Yeah. Very, like, okay with these companions. Not quite sure yet, but, because very skeptical, suspicious. Sure.
0: Okay, so just sort of the nature of dark feet to take a little time to warm up to people, maybe. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, why don't we say that your your travel to nomengard It's not that far. You're probably able to get there within a couple hours on foot. Um, on your way out of town, you reminisce and kind of look at a, a, a pile of sticks that used to serve as a barricade on the kind of nearby path, um, and probably have some <laughs> fun, some fond <laughs> memories of of a fan favorite. Uh, after you're able to make the path though, eventually you follow a pretty small but but nice looking stream uphill um, to the base of this mountain where there's a waterfall and the erosion has actually carved out kind of this natural... Um, concavity, kind of almost in the edge of the mountain, and this roaring waterfall creates this pretty big cloud of mist as it plunges into this shallow pool of water underneath. Um, in this shallow pool of water, there are two small kind of islands, and they're both covered with various um, rather large, like two foot tall mushrooms. And then on both sides of this pool of water, you see kind of several cave openings that overlook the pool um, that look to be you know intentionally made, not not naturally formed. Um, and you kind of, you recognize based on kind of the directions that you were given in town that this is this is Gnomengard, this is where the the gnomes of Nomengarde reside um straight ahead you see a a bridge over that water and uh you you do notice that you don't see any any gnomes and this would be the time too that I would reference you to the map of Nomengard that I've dropped in our slack mm-hmm. so what do you do? You're so you're on kind of the the right hand side of that our right hand, looking down at it here. Maybe a better way to say is the east side of the stream.
3: And you said that this uh, this is pretty shallow water, right?
0: Yeah, it's relatively shallow. It's pretty. It's flowing at a, a an okay rate with the waterfall being so close there, but it doesn't look to be too deep. No.
3: Okay. Uh, Bonk is gonna get in the water and mm-hmm. take a little bird bath. Mm-hmm. splash splash those pits out you know mm-hmm. we've been walking kind of sweaty mm-hmm. um, and while I'm in the water I'm gonna you know keep an eye out if I see any particularly nice hand-sized skipping stones
0: okay go ahead and roll uh, roll a perception check for me
3: all right that's a 17.
0: oh you find a very nice nearly perfect skipping stone.
3: Awesome. I am going to take that stone, put it in my bag, and I'm going to take one of my ten gold pieces. And uh, basically, I'm trading. I am putting oh, nice. down a gold <laughs> piece and picking up a throwing rock.
0: Perfect. Very nice. The the gold piece gl- glitters. Uh, glitters in the water. Looks very peaceful there. Anyone else? What's the uh, what's the next step here? You don't you don't see any gnomes, Pierce? Would you have any sense? Did Pierce come from maybe a gnome colony that lived kind of underground or in cave uh, dwellings like this?
1: Yes, but he's al- always been just, you know, honing his craft. He's, he's, uh... Right. Just really, just really, you know, and this one's pretty different from the one where he grew up, so... Uh, sure. But, but, um... I'm curious. Hey, Darkfeet! Darkfeet! What's feet. Uh, Pierce? Do, do you, want, do, you want, do you want that gold piece? Or uh, <laughs> are you get on gold?
2: We both had the same thought, Pierce.
1: So.
3: <laughs> Bonk is absolutely oblivious to this happening. She's sure. like still splashing around in the water.
1: for <laughs> uh... you can have it if you don't want it, though. Uh... Take it, I'm going to take it.
2: I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take it. I take it. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, I see some uh, red, 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 and green things uh, out in the middle of the water.
0: Mm-hmm. Those are What's all. That? the I want to see what that is. The, do you walk over to that little island? You're able to get through the water. It's not too deep for you. Yes. Even yeah, for us short people. <laughs> yes. Even even for the, the smaller stature folks, you're able to get over there. And they're actually those are the mushrooms. So there are, are four different colored mushrooms across the two islands. On the island that you're on, it's the red and green one's about like I said, two feet tall. And then the other island it looks like they're more purple and green. So maybe there's just three different colors.
3: Hmm. Does anybody know anything about mushrooms? <laughs> I have mm-hmm. I have a plus one in nature.
2: Maybe there I do you know something about mushrooms. <sighs> I... Me
1: too. I have a plus one.
2: In nature. Then you should you should do the check since you're with the mushrooms.
1: Yes. Okay. Then I'm gonna do a a, a nature check on the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What
0: what do I roll? Roll your d20 and then add your nature modifier, which for you is a plus one.
1: Nineteen.
0: All right, with a nineteen, uh, you're actually probably familiar with mushrooms like this. Maybe um, your own gnome society used similar mushrooms. Maybe not, um, but you would recognize that these mushrooms are unusual. You've never seen uh, mushrooms this big before. This is abnormal, um, and you know huge. that they're, they're huge. Yeah, you would know that. Um, the, you know, the red mushrooms probably are ones that would be used for like um, almost making oil. Uh, that you could use to fuel things like lanterns or, you know, having more of the mechanical maybe mind of a gnome that you might maybe fueling other mechanical sort of devices. The green ones, you can kind of grind those up um, into almost like a flour or kind of paste and you can make pretty delicious looking uh, green bread. And then the purple ones are kind of crushed and fermented and you make mushroom wine with those. Um, which I don't know if the three of you would have ever had an opportunity to try mushroom wine, but it tastes about as good as it sounds.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love um, mushroom wine. <laughs> I'm
3: I'm going to harvest a green mushroom for my friends, uh, Toblin. All right, because that sounds like something he would get a kick out of.
0: Absolutely, yeah. You're able to easily grab uh, a couple of of those green mushrooms. They they're not tricky to harvest or anything, so no no check required. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I will. I don't know how obvious it is on the map, but you can see you have about five different entrances um, into the cave, kind of uh, sequence of caves. Four of them require you to climb up about at least. 20 to 30 feet but then you might see the one that's up to kind of the north uh northeast that's nearest to where you kind of came into this cavern and there's a little bit of a a winding path that goes up to that one got it yeah Mm -hmm. um let's check it out absolutely Yeah,
2: that's probably the best way to go
0: Mm -hmm. it's probably safer than trying to climb a wall
1: we tried, so, yeah. we tried having Bonk throw one of us before. Yeah, already, I mean, right? I,
3: I, could, yeah. I, I could potentially <laughs> throw one of you up there, but... I mean, I'm pretty good at climbing, too, but...
0: <laughs> let's, get, let's go safe, yeah. Sounds good. So you, you're able to easily climb up. Like I said, there's a path there. It's not terribly wide, maybe two or three feet. Um, Bonk, you maybe are kind of turned sideways, whereas it feels maybe more developed for people more of a smaller stature like your compatriots um but you're able to shuffle up easily enough no difficulties there and then you get up to kind of that uh that fork in in the hallway there where you're able to either go north or you're able to go east
3: i would like to do a perception check Mm -hmm. to see if i see anything or hear anything Mm -hmm. go ahead I've rolled a two. I uh, sneezed the- <laughs> instead. <laughs>
0: yeah. The uh the sound of the waterfall is actually quite loud from behind you, so uh you're you're really any sounds that you would hear inside the cave are pretty well drowned out, um pun intended, by the water.
1: <laughs> is it is it normal to see the whole map?
0: You know, it there there are different <laughs> There are different approaches for sure. And so there, there there is advantages and disadvantages. The disadvantage to this is you see the whole thing. You don't see the secrets and the things that are maybe hidden from you, but you do get an idea of what the whole map looks like ahead of time. Uh, I don't, I, I'm still finding that sweet spot for podcasting, whereas when I tried to just explain it all, that, that was harder too, I think, maybe worse. So I don't know. I, I'm open to any feedback as we kind of uh, stumble through this one.
1: Well, I'm just curious because, like, I can see bugs in there from mm-hmm. the from the map because
0: I can because of this you, view. You just don't even pretend you don't see those.
3: Okay, <laughs> just, <laughs> I see them. Pierce doesn't Look, see exactly. I, I think. Sui I, sees I, them. It, got I it. think um, in this case, uh, yeah, I mean, pretend that you can only see as far as your character would be able mm. to see. Um, no metagaming. But, <laughs> but in the case of you, uh, Josué, as Pierce, um, yeah. I, I would buy that you would have, like, a general understanding of how gnomes would would shape cave systems. So mm-hmm. it's like, it would be, a, you know, it wouldn't be totally uh, ridiculous if you were like, oh, you know, the, this path is definitely going to lead somewhere important. Mm-hmm. Um, but you but, wouldn't know about the bugs. But you wouldn't know about the bugs, yeah. <laughs> or the
2: barrels. Or the
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. What about, what about uh, I have this thing called dark vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that let me see in the dark? Is that what what
0: that means? It does, yes. So when when you are in low light situations, you do not require a torch or another source of light to be able to see. Cool. Cool, 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 cool.
2: Good thing you guys brought a rogue with you that can, you know,
3: sneak ahead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hey, maybe you should do a cursory check for traps since we walked in the easiest way. <laughs> that's probably where I would put the tra- the traps. Oh no.
2: <laughs> maybe I should look for some traps. I think I'm gonna do that. Uh, perception check. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Let me look at flip over to
2: that character sheet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a one.
0: You don't see any traps.
3: <laughs> there are no traps, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> to be clear, I'm checking though, for
3: traps. It looks dirty in here.
0: <laughs> Darkly's looking out the door behind you. She's like, I don't see any. It looks safe.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I remember I remember a drawbridge or, or a bridge outside by the mushrooms on the south side. Mm-hmm. There's no entrance
0: on that side. So if we
2: went north, that would not get us there. So let's go straight.
0: Yeah.
3: East.
0: All right. You get down again to another fork. You can go. Probably. I'm guessing. It sounds like your characters are trying to move southward.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. Towards the bridge.
0: So So you turn. You turn right and you head down into sort of a a T-shaped room. And uh, Pierce, I don't know if you would have any uh, any reason to. To be familiar with, I don't know about your background with gnomes, but when you walk in uh, to this room, as you're coming down the hallway, there's no door there, so kind of right as you come around the corner, you see a very interesting looking, it's almost like a, a turret, and you see <laughs> one of your your uh, brethren, I guess, a gnome mounted in the chair in the turret, aiming a heavy crossbow uh, right down your direction, down the hallway doesn't say anything at first just sort of uh watching you suspiciously and aiming this crossbow
1: i i give them a rock gnome salute
0: <laughs> all right and with that uh a crossbow bolt fires toward you and uh skips off the ceiling misses you completely uh, but uh so you're you're safe can
1: can pierce some um, slice him in twain now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pierce, uh, Pierce can move, move forward for sure, um, but uh, the, the character sitting in, in the chair sort of, after firing one shot at you, kind of uh, starts to chuckle a little bit and gestures for you to come down the hallway. Hail and well met, listeners. Thanks so much for checking out Episode 2 of Geek Therapy Adventures. I just wanted to swing in. This is your your Dungeon Master, Brandon Saxton. A few just little administrative kind of messages. First of all, we are, or I rather I am, up here in Fargo, North Dakota, and we have had an April blizzard. So if you hear some snow plows in the background, I apologize. I was so excited to get this episode out. I just couldn't wait for them to finish plowing. Um, And second of all, I just want to touch base about the show. So like I kind of set up at the top of this episode, this is just a really a playground or a sandbox for me and the players to kind of explore what a RPG podcast might be like. So it might change a little bit. Um, I'm messing around with sound effects. Um, I'm wrestling around with music. And, and really, I just think it's a lot of fun. And I'm super appreciative for everyone who's uh, interested enough just to listen along. Right now I'm working on a little bit of a backlog of audio. I think we probably have a few more hours just kind of to get through. I, I know the first episode was about like three hours long. I'm trying to break it up into smaller, more listenable, more editable chunks now. And after we get through that, I really want to get back on starting to record and produce some new audio. Eventually I'd like to get onto a regular schedule once I can kind of get through the uh, the small mountain of audio that I have. I didn't expect this to turn into a show when we first started it, so I'm doing a little little bit of catch up on some things it was just supposed to be really a one-shot kind of thing as a part of the geek therapy radio and it spun off into its own thing with that being said i i maybe wasn't as prepared for certain things as I would have liked to have been like backstories or characters and that's okay there's a lot of room for improvising and really it's just so much fun but with that being said I am looking forward to plans that I have for the future I have a vision for where this is going to go after we finish the dragon of ice Spire peak and I'm really excited about it and I think it's going to be maybe a bit more in depth and maybe uh just a different tone and so I think that'll be cool also, I'm going to try to put together some social media for Geek Therapy Adventures. Probably just start with Twitter. That's the platform where I probably spend the most amount of time. So if you want to uh, search around on there, I'm going to try to do that here sometime today. As of when I'm, you know, editing this episode, I'm not sure exactly when it'll drop. So by the time it drops, I would say you should be safe to find us on Twitter. Also, check out the Geek Therapy Discord. I tend to lurk there a lot. I probably don't post as often as I should, but I do like to read the comments that people have about all the shows and the show in particular. There's a lot. lot of social media links for me and all the players in the show notes so if you want to follow us individually on twitter you can definitely do that and like i said before just really appreciate everyone who's kind of joining us for this really neat little journey i'm super pumped to see where it goes and we'll be back with uh, new episodes really really soon so you know take care stay healthy stay happy and keep on adventuring
1: Okay, we, I, I go down the hallway mm-hmm. hey,
0: uh, What's my rock gnome voice So this is a young, uh, younger female rock gnome uh, Who says uh, hail, uh, hail and well met <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that how you treat your friends?
0: Uh, we love gadgets here What are you doing here? Uh, I love this gonna... stuff And she fires two more bolts Off into the wall And she sort of not at you. She's sort of spinning about just sort of shooting this thing haphazardly all about.
3: Uh and- wait, we're here we're here looking for uh what, dragon. Weapon,
0: the dragon king right? thing, right? Yeah. yeah. You can't have my crossbow. She's just spinning about shooting this thing into the wall all over.
1: Can that thing take down a dragon? No. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what we're looking for. Bye!
3: What? Where is everybody I love else? gadgets.
1: Why are you shooting where, at us?
3: Yeah. I'm working. Where, where, where is everybody? Are you the only person here?
0: No! I'm too busy.
3: You're too so busy? Bad.
2: What does that have to do with everybody else? Hold on now.
0: Now she's uh, kind of using a small arcane uh, wrench and kind of adjusting the aim a little bit on this thing. Uh.
1: it's a small room can we just move past
0: oh yeah she seems like she's not that concerned about the three of you
1: her her aim is horrible
0: (laughs) yes you you got the impression that she was uh, not intentionally or she doesn't mean you harm she was mostly just trying to test out her gadget without recognizing that it probably would have caused you harm had it been more accurately calibrated gotcha
3: Well, uh, I think we should just uh, just move on.
0: Yep, agreed. <laughs> you continue heading south, I presume. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you end up going down all the way south to the sort of circularly square room, or to the bigger room with the barrels? Uh. Circularly square. That's my new favorite let's,
3: word. Let's let's keep going d- south. Got it. That's okay. that's where we're trying to get to that bridge. So let's assume we we looked out and mm-hmm. saw that we were you know, on that, that one cliff next to the water.
0: Mm -hmm. And then we're
3: like, okay, we're getting closer. So let's keep moving south.
0: As you walk in down there, you see, walk into what looks like it's probably a a small guard room. And you see two uh, rock gnomes in this room who are wearing, you know, pretty basic leather uh, gear and pretty simple, simple sword, simple spear weapons. And uh, they look towards you and kind of Uh, gesture out with their weapons. They're not going to attack you, but they seem like you caught them off guard. Who are you?
2: Pierce, these are your people.
0: Who goes there? (laughs) They are speaking in Gnomish (laughs) right now, I should clarify, so probably only Pierce can understand them.
1: Oh, I'm the only one. Okay.
0: Who goes there?
1: My name is Pierce. Here, Me and my friends are looking for a dragon killing
0: gadget. Uh this seems suspicious. There's suspicious things going around in the caves right now, and I'm not too sure about seeing strangers in here.
1: What's going on? What suspicious things?
0: Uh, I'm not sure if we can trust you. You could be a part of the problem.
1: But I'm a rock gnome. You're a rock gnome. We're all rock gnomes here.
0: Uh Is that my friends? All right, go, yeah. ahead, go ahead and roll a persuasion check for me. Oof. Okay. Uh, I got plus three on that one, so... Right, so d20 plus three, right? You got it.
1: Learning. 13.
0: 13. With a 13, they both actually stand down and kind Mm -hmm. of lower their weapons. Uh, Mm -hmm. They seem to have believed you. It's like, all right, you're right. A shapeshifter could never look like such a convincing, handsome rock gnome like you. (laughs) My gosh. Listen, if you're actually here to help, you need to go see Fibblestip or DabbleDop. Quick, to the workshop. We can lead you. To the workshop. And uh, the workshop. they take you both across the bridge to kind of the center room on the other side, the most western side there. Um, that kind of has some paths going out in multiple directions. Um, And as they lead you into there, you notice that it is, in fact, a workshop. And inside you see uh, a male and a female uh, rock gnomes who are in there kind of, uh, again, they seem to be working up on just all sorts of stuff. There's just things everywhere. It's a very messy workshop. And so you can tell they're working furiously on something. Um, It's not clear exactly what.
1: Uh, What are you guys working on?
0: Uh, Listen, we... Uh, the the guards drop you off and walk you off back to their guard post and uh it's like see, see you later and uh so the the dwarves in here uh or i'm sorry gnomes uh greet you of course hello i'm fibblestib uh, how how did you come here friend and they're speaking in common so all of you can understand
1: we're looking for work we saw a job board job board
0: let us here. Okay. Well, we're, you sort of have caught us in a bad time. We've got a problem. There, are, there are, our people are vanishing, and uh, you know the the kings. There's a there's a huge problem. What's the problem? Well, the the king. Something's wrong with him. He's he, he's locked in into his uh, he's locked into his bedroom chamber uh, with the other king, and and uh, they won't come out. I think there's some some sort of madness. I, I'm trying to develop a, a sanity ray to blast him with. Dabbledop over here is working on something called a a straight jacket. I don't know.
2: <laughs> you sure they just haven't vanished?
0: No, the, the the kings are in there because of the vanishing.
2: But the doors closed. Maybe they vanish.
0: No, they're still in there. You can talk to them. <laughs> you can hear them. We and need the- to save King Korbaz in Nurkly. Can you help? Do you know about sanity rays? Uh,
2: sanity rays.
1: You want you want help creating or fixing the sanity ray
0: or finishing yeah. it? Yeah. Can I try this on you? And he holds uh, what looks like a wand towards you. <laughs> uh,
1: towards me? Can yeah. I can, uh, try it on Bonk? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say if this is like a wand-shaped thing, uh-huh. Bonk does not have like the concept of that kind of <laughs> magic, and so I was like, "Why is this tiny person holding a stick at me?" Sure, <laughs> I don't get it. Shrug.
0: Sure. Oh, sure. We're happy to try it on your on your large friend there, and uh, a small kind of blast of of basically red light comes towards you and hits you for three damage, Bonk, but you don't <laughs> feel. You don't feel any more or less uh, sane as a part of that.
3: <laughs> my uh, my knees hurt did, now, but I, I feel I feel the same. You guys,
0: <laughs> did it work? Is she cured?
1: Uh, um, bonk. Um, do you like do you do you like gold or rock? Better?
3: <laughs> gold is a rock. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work.
0: Damn. Well, is there anything the three of you could help us? We, we need to cure King Korbas. He's locked himself up with King Nurkli.
3: Uh, we're afraid
0: <laughs> that, that he's a danger to himself and maybe to King Nurkli and maybe to us. And, and uh, while that's happening, we also have our precious gnomes disappearing. We don't know what's going on.
1: Uh, uh, maybe we can help, but also,
0: do you have
1: anything here that could take down a dragon?
0: Uh, we might be
2: able to help you if we can get something like that.
0: I, I'm sure that that we could find something to uh, to help you if if you could help us save the kings.
1: Is that thing called Is that thing that could help us take down a giant called a sanity ray?
0: <laughs> this well, the sanity ray doesn't seem to be working yet, but you could certainly give it a try. We've got some <laughs> other items. Okay. So, Listen, if we, if, yeah. if you can help us, we'll we, we will give you some good gnome made magic items. You know. Okay. The, and then he winks at you and elbows you a little bit and says, The good <laughs> stuff.
3: <laughs> okay, which right, room team. are the kings in?
0: We'll take you. And uh, they walk you to the room that looks like it's probably for kings, the farthest west one uh, there. That's the throne room. <laughs> um, and uh, they lead you past the. Let's see here. I'm using my good, uh, my good. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They wouldn't have led you to that one. They're leading you to the doorway to the kind of that one that's to the north of the throne room there. Um, and they take you up to the doorway and, and they say, we- we'll leave you here to your work. We got to go keep working on the sanity ray and uh, head back to the workshop. Leave you at the door to the Gnome King's bedroom.
1: Um, We knock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh who, who's out there? Are you a shapeshifter? No. Shapeshifter. There's no. a shapeshifter about.
1: We're three adventurers here to help.
0: Oh my god, three shapeshifters. Get back, <laughs> Nerkle. And uh you hear some uh, kind of a muffled v- sound behind uh the person who you're talking to.
2: What is it with everyone thinking that we are something other than we're not? We got a <laughs> A townmaster thinking we're dragons. We got some gnome kings thinking we're shapeshifters. We're just adventurers trying that's to make a, some money.
0: That's exactly what a shapeshifter would say.
1: Are we not like... <laughs> what, what is it about us that... that uh, what
0: quality is it that, that is not very and, convincing?
2: And just usually it's suspicion. between doors.
0: <laughs> Listen... I, I don't really care what happens to those dumps out there, as long as I can keep Nurkly safe. He means everything to me. If if you can find the shapeshifter and kill it, we'll, 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 I'll come back out. But not until it's dead.
3: Do you guys have, like, food and water in there? Are you okay?
0: We've got so many mushrooms in here, we'll be fine. But for now, <laughs> you need to take care of the shapeshifter, or I'll never come out. Okay. I need to keep Nurkly safe. <laughs>
1: Hey, King, any tips, any tips on how to find a, a shapeshifter?
0: No. That's why I'm in here. <laughs> how do it I could know be you're anywhere. not a shapeshifter?
2: I was going to ask that same question, Pierce.
0: This conversation is taking a turn that I don't like. This is getting a little aggressive. <laughs> I'm the king around here, and I'm not coming out until you kill the shapeshifter or all of those gnomes are gone. I don't care about any of them as long as Nurkly is safe.
2: Why well, can't Nergly t- speak f- for himself?
0: No, I need to keep him <laughs> safe.
2: <laughs> Where's Nergly? Where's Nergly?
0: He's in here with me.
2: How do we know that?
0: Okay, I'll get him. And uh, you hear some ruffling around, and then you hear another <laughs> uh, another vo- gnome voice say, "Please, you gotta, you gotta help Korbas. I don't. He's not doing well after the disappearances. He, oh." It, that's enough, Nurkly. I've got to keep you safe. And uh, you hear Nerkely's, uh mouth gagged again, and he's pulled back.
3: Oh, no.
0: I've got to Is keep Nurkly safe. Is there a
3: lock I
2: can pick on this door?
0: Yeah, you can go ahead and take a shot at it. Uh, go ahead and roll a dexterity check.
2: All right.
0: Or, uh, yeah, we'll just do that. Okay. With your proficiency bonus. I assume you have lock picks.
2: Yes. Um... That would be a 16.
0: A 16 is not quite good enough to get it.
2: Dang. Damn. Well, I Pierce, tried, guys.
0: Pierce, <laughs> will you, why don't you roll an insight check for me? Ooh. So that would be your d20 plus your insight bonus, which is minus one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eight. All right. Yeah, that's not that great. But uh, you you get the sense um, because of your gnome heritage uh and you know you you kind of have a, a capacity to pick up on the more subtle parts of gnome communication that it seems like korbaz is being honest and he hmm. just really cares about Nurkly, and he's probably just really really desperate right now um hmm. just because of his you know level of love for this person
1: gotcha funny because to me it sounds like a guy doing two different voices but uh that's,
0: it's, that's, that's, that's a, you, can, you can pin that one on me.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so. Um, so okay, it seems like the thing. shapeshifter could be anywhere. Don't trust anyone.
3: Except okay. me. Uh, Pierce, Darkfeet, do you think we should just go look for the shapeshifter or do you think we should bust this door down? Uh, it doesn't sound like Nerkle is in like current yeah. danger, but current discomfort, perhaps. <laughs> I trust him. Uh, I
1: know gnomes. I trust him.
3: All right. Well, let's go find the shapeshifter then.
1: My money
2: is on the. The
3: one uh, with the crossbow thing? The one with the sh-
1: crossbow.
3: That was shooting us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Pierce, will you ask the. Kings, how many people are typically here, and how many have disappeared? Perhaps that will give us a a tell if they're. That's a good logic if, test. If yeah. We've, I was if thinking. we've already met, <laughs> if we've already met the shapeshifter or not.
1: Sure. Hey, King. How many people are in your kingdom?
0: There were twenty-two, and hmm. now two gnomes are confirmed missing, hmm. and that counts me and Nurkly. Do you
1: do you know their names? <laughs> no.
0: Not off the top of my head that I'm able to recite through the store, but as their king I know them. Do you
1: do you have anybody stationed at a crossbow on the other side of the water?
0: Oh boy. Don't bother with her. She's just obsessed with her trinkets and gadgets. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: All right, the, the
1: one the crossbow reminds me of uh, in Shira. What's the name of the 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 one that makes all the machines? Entrapta. Entrapta.
3: Entrapta yeah. <laughs> God, I okay. Love Entrapta. Um, okay. Well, Pierce, uh, maybe we should go talk to those guards again, and see if any if they know of more people who've gone missing, or uh or I don't know maybe let's just walk around and poke at stuff see what happens. <laughs> what do you what do you guys want to do?
1: Um, um wait a minute. Uh I, I want to ask the king one more thing. Um uh has anything else disappeared
0: or just the people? Just the people. Mm. That's why I had to keep Nerkley safe.
1: Mm. Okay. All right.
2: So far we've met 7 gnomes.
0: What? What?
1: <laughs> okay. So seven. the workshop is close by. So is the mm-hmm. throne room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to check out the throne room just to mm-hmm. see what's going on. Mm-hmm.
0: So Makes sense. Sure. You head to the throne room. And in the throne room, you find uh, situated kind of atop this, you know, pretty typical stone dais. There's two squat thrones that are kind of, they're not, I'm going to say this quietly so King doesn't hear us. They're not great. They're made of kind of scrap metal. They're sized for kind of gnomes, uh, and they don't look that fancy.
1: That's gnomist, but continue.
0: I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> but yes, that, so that's what you see. Nothing else in the room. It looks like a pretty typical audience chamber slash throne room um, for the two kings to sit side by side.
1: Hello, anybody here?
0: You don't I hear anything. anybody? Okay.
3: Let's go. I'm satisfied that. with that thorough
0: check. Yeah, let's go mm-hmm. check
3: that that southern room.
0: You got it. So you head down to that room and it's actually locked.
3: Knock on the door. Anybody <laughs> hiding in here?
0: <laughs> you don't hear an answer.
3: Uh I can try to pick
2: this one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do it. All right. That's a 10. A 10 doesn't quite get it. <laughs>
3: okay
1: so that you were trying to pick the lock correct yes Mm -hmm. are there any other options to open a door
3: i'm gonna bust it open you can try to bust it it
0: down make us uh make a hold on one second athletics check
3: all right that is 10 i add my my strength
0: yes your strength modifier and i don't know that you're proficient in uh, you are proficient in athletics, yes. So yes. add uh, plus five to whatever you rolled with your d20.
3: Okay, that would be 14.
0: You smash the door open. Woo! And uh, on the inside, you see, whoops, I scrolled too far away. Uh, I'm back. Okay. You see a whole bunch of junk. There's just kind of gnomish gizmos here. There are loose gears over there. There are twisted bits of metal, things like what you saw the thrones were made of, and just tons of scraps that you can tell, maybe Pierce you especially can tell, this Mm -hmm. is where they kind of basically use stuff to cobble together their new inventions and trinkets and crossbow turrets.
1: Okay, so would I know the 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 thing we're looking for? Would I know it if I saw it? Um what's it called? The thing that we're looking for?
0: Well, what you it's been described to all of you so far is just as something that's a shapeshifter.
1: No, 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 no. I mean on the job board. The oh thing sure.
0: So the job board indicated that you're just looking for any magical items to help battle the dragon. Okay. Yeah, not specific. Okay. not a specific one. Gotcha.
3: Is so, there anything of note in this uh, scrap room or anything that might be useful um, for Pierce or Dark Feet? Like, I don't know, more lockpicks or something like that?
0: Um, why doesn't everyone go ahead and roll an investigation uh, or a perception? I'll let you pick a uh, check for me.
3: Uh, 18. Okay. 19.
0: Okay. Oh, seven, no, oh, seven. Okay. Oh, wait, that's
1: wait, seven. But that's a d twenty, and then I can do investigation or yep. Okay, so it's an eight.
0: Okay, so uh, you find two uh, potions of healing, basically hidden underneath some of the junk.
3: We could have used those at that temple. Uh, okay, I already have two healing potions, so why yes. don't you guys each take one? Okay. Sounds good to me.
2: Where do I add that? Uh, Inventory? Equipment. Equipment.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I say something like I'm helpful here. I literally have a post-it on my (laughs) handwritten (laughs) sheet that just says inventory.
0: (laughs) Uh, I just
3: want to be helpful.
0: How long do you think that you spend in this room just kind of digging through this junk? I
3: don't know. 10, 15 minutes. Okay. That's Um, all
0: I needed to know.